A new sex toy app tells women how many calories they're burning while masturbating. Marijuana-laced feces is getting Aspen dogs very high. And emojis are increasingly coming up in court cases, and judges are struggling with how to interpret them. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Jonesy, and this is Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. The weird stories are locked and loaded. Let's do it. Yay! A new sex toy app tells women how many calories they burn while masturbating. Well, an app which monitors how many calories that you burn while using your little sex toy has been launched. Are you pleased, ladies? (laughs) Sex toy brand Zalo has introduced the interactive feature, which they claim is the first of its kind. It's a Fitbit-style app. And it syncs with three of its toys, sex toys, allowing women to track how many calories they're burning while having fun. The company says their algorithm is based on a study which suggested masturbating burns around three calories a minute. The stats, Zalo quote suggests, sex, including foreplay and climax, burn around 3.6 calories a minute. Wow. 3.6 calories a minute for both sexes? I wonder. Well, that means the last time I had sex, I burned 8.4 calories. (laughs) Uh, The brand Zalo even conducted its own tests on 218 women, you'll be happy to know, who found that they burned through six calories a minute. Six calories, so so about twice that. The Chicago-based company has its own app, Zala Remote, which is available from the Apple and Google Play stores, which links to their toys via Bluetooth. Their website says, Innovative Bluetooth connectivity allows you to link your intimate toy to your smartphone with the Zalo app. Use it as a personal remote control or have your partner take over all your sensations with the touch of a finger on their smartphone. Oh, so you can take control of the sex toy as well through the app. You can be like, you got that? You got that on you, baby? Let me, all right, I'm going to, I'm turning up, I'm going to pump up the volume. <laughs> and now I'm going to slow it down, baby, like we're going to bury white it out. The app tracks the duration of your use as well as the setting on the vibrator to monitor how many calories women have used up during their session. I just feel like that's not enough calories to burn. I mean, you got to burn like, like what are you going to burn? I mean... Let's say you masturbate for 20 minutes. That's like 70 calories or whatever. It's it's 100 calories. That's just, is that doing it really? I mean, nobody's masturbating to lose weight, all right? That's just, that's a foolish plan. If you could burn 50 calories a minute somehow, then it would be like, yeah, all right, let's do this every day. People are masturbating for other reasons, clearly. But, you know, it, leave it up to technology. Whenever we have an advance in technology, we figure out a way to turn it into sex. We just do. Well, like, how can this be pornography or sex-related? How can we have better sex with this, more sex with this, or watch more porn with it for less money? (laughs) Every time. You know, a lot of people say that aliens have been coming here and giving us their technology. Yeah. Well, how pleased are the aliens when they come back to visit and they're like, hey, so we gave you all that technology. What did you do with it? And the scientists were like, uh, porn? (laughs) <laughs> by the way disclaimer 
neither I nor Weird AF News believes that aliens are coming here and giving us technology. But if they did, we would use it for two things. Porn and how to make better cat videos, for sure. So the company Zalo confirmed the higher the setting, the more calories women will burn as their heart rate will be higher. After crunching the numbers, Zalo claims that if a woman masturbated three times a week for just 10 minutes, they'd burn 90 calories. But it's not just calories which you can track by the app, but also how loud women, how loud women are while using their sex toy. Damn. It's like the, the loud meter when you go to like a, a sporting event. Like you go to a basketball game and they're like, let's get loud. And then a meter shows up and the louder the crowd is, the, the higher the meter goes. The vibrator does this as well. The happiness recorder function monitors, monitors the decibels of sexual vocalization. Well, you know, what if you got three roommates like I do? I very well can't use this sex toy and be loud. <laughs> Women can earn points depending on how much noise they make. With more points for higher volumes. I broke the record for most points screaming while masturbating. Who's, who's so proud of this? Who's using this app and like, what do you upload the data to your Facebook page? Hey guys, you'd be happy to know I masturbated for uh, an hour and a half this week. And I broke the, my previous decibel record for sexual vocalization. Yeah. Well, Zalo has a range of sex toy collections. Check out their website if you're into, you know, bringing high levels of technology and, and apps into your masturbation protocol. <laughs> Marijuana-laced poop gets Aspen dogs high. Dogs in the Roaring Fork Valley have found another way to get stoned other than the boring break-in of edibles at home. They are now eating human feces tainted with marijuana. Dr. Scott Dalganow, who owns Valley Emergency Pet Care in Basalt, said he's seeing anywhere between 3 to 10 dogs a week that come in with marijuana toxicity into his clinic. Ooh, this is alarming. His theory is that these dogs are eating human feces that have enough THC, which is the psychoactive ingredient in marijuana, to carry over for a second high from the feces. They are finding these piles of pot-laced poop on trails and in campgrounds. What are these people just pooping everywhere? I don't get it. Pooping all over Colorado? I mean, I know on the streets of San Francisco they're pooping everywhere, but... <laughs> I mean, this is the homeless people. They got nowhere else to go. 70 to 80% of people say they have no idea where their dogs got it, but they say they were out on a trail or camping. And next thing you know, the dog is being taken to a clinic for marijuana intoxication. Just ask Rebecca Cole, the owner of Marty, a two-year-old cattle dog mix that got into something on one particular trail and ruined a Sunday evening. After spending part of the day on the trails, Cole noticed that Marty was acting very strangely. Her dog was staggering, throwing up, peeing on the floor, and there's just generally out of whack. Here's a quote from her. He was crashed out. I had to, like, carry him to the vet. I literally walked in the door, and they said he was literally high. I couldn't believe it because I literally don't have anything in my house. Cole said she saw Marty with a chunk of something in his mouth on the trail, but didn't think anything of it. Most dogs will eat human feces given the opportunity, says the clinic owner. 
They'll just munch on your feces, so be careful. Is that true? My dogs had never ate my feces. But then again, I never really gave them the opportunity. I, uh, I poop in something called a toilet. I don't know if you people in Aspen have heard of this thing, but it's, just, it's something where you should poop. <laughs> Anyways, that guy that owns that clinic owns another one that's near a lot of camping areas. And he said that there are too many instances of dogs coming in with THC toxicity after being outside to not think that human feces is the original source. It's unlikely that many people toss an edible or a joint on the side of a trail. It also makes sense for the level of toxicity that we see. It's a high level. This phenomenon is occurring in places like San Francisco where there's, there's a high population of homeless people who defecate in parks. Oftentimes there's not much that vets can do, and owners have to just let their dogs ride out the high until they come down. In more severe cases, dogs are either sedated or are treated with IV fluids. The clinician added that when he is hiking Hunter Creek, he notices human feces just off the trail on quite a regular basis. <laughs> oh, man. People are just pooping outside everywhere. That's when you know we got overpopulation. There's just not enough bathrooms. People are shitting everywhere. I mean, I get in arguments all the time with overpopulation. It's not a problem. Overpopulation isn't a problem. Oh, really? People are pooping on the sides of the roads. Not a problem, though. Okay. <laughs> Major cities do not dare put out public restrooms because they're afraid of what will happen. Well, you know, just in case you uh, happen to be on the streets of San Francisco in a park in San Francisco or walk in the trails of Colorado, just keep an eye on your dog. You know, make sure they're not... Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know how you watch out for this. If a, if a human's going to poop, they're going to poop in some unexpected place. Your dog's going to find it. I mean, I don't even know how you fight against this. You really... <laughs> how about this? If you're pooping in the woods, why don't you bury your poop? What about that? You go camping, don't you bury your poop? That's what I was taught to do. You bury it. I mean... And, you know, and when I poop in a public park, you know, I put like a, I put like a, a piece of cardboard over it. <laughs> so, I mean, cover your tracks, guys. Jeez, what do you think this is? A poop for all? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Emojis are increasingly coming up in court cases, and judges are struggling with how to interpret them. The article begins by saying, can a knife emoji double as a threat to kill someone? Does a heart emoji from a manager constitute sexual harassment? Well, more emojis are showing up in court cases throughout the United States. Attorneys are having to argue for different interpretations of the small illustrated characters that are used to express emotions, activities, or objects. And the courts are struggling to handle the nuances of emojis as evidence. 
I assume you all know what an emoji is. It's a little little character, a little illustration that you insert into your text messages or your DMs. You know, you can put in an emoji for a knife or a... You know, if you really like someone, you put an emoji, an eggplant emoji, just to let them know. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's harassment. Okay. Uh, you, can make, you can put a heart, you know, send a heart to your mom's. Well, many courts haven't, haven't had to deal with the emoji much, but the numbers are up, and it's going to likely increase, says one lawyer. Judges aren't prepared for the influx of these emojis, especially ones who are older and may not be familiar with newer vernacular. Yeah, judges who are probably not even on social media or even know how to text message. They're like, emojis? What is this? The number of reported cases with emojis as evidence in the U.S. increased from 33 in 2017 to 53 in 2018. And it's at nearly 50 so far in the first half of 2019, according to to a law professor at Santa Clara University. No court guidelines exist on how to approach this topic. Sometimes a judge might describe the emoji in question to the jurors rather than allow them to see and interpret it for themselves. In some cases, emojis are omitted from evidence altogether. Emojis are most prevalent in sexual harassment and criminal cases. An emoji with X's for eyes, also known as the dizzy face, was an issue in a 2017 murder case in Massachusetts. Prosecutors argued that the emoji showed that an individual who received it knew that something was happening. Quote, emojis are increasingly showing up in workplace lawsuits as well. For example, in an, an employee termination case related to a possible violation of family medical leave, a manager sent a series of smiley face emojis. The plaintiff's lawyers claimed it was evidence that the company was happy to let her go. An attorney said, someone may use threatening symbols, a gun, for instance, or a pointed finger, and then behind it put a symbol for just joking. There was a lot that could get lost in the translation. Was it a joke? Was it serious? Or was the person just using the emoji to hedge so that they could later argue it was not serious? Emojis are not a universal language, it says here. There are more than 2,823 emojis set by the Unicode Consortium, ranging from food and drink to hand gestures, activities, and facial expressions. Emojis can be especially misinterpreted when used without text, according to ABI research analyst Stephanie Thompson. For example, a face with sunglasses could be used to convey a sunny day, feeling cool, or deal with it. Similarly, the the emoji with smoke coming out of the nose could be read as angry when it's intended to mean triumph. Emojis cannot be considered a universal language, she says. That's especially true when you consider how symbols vary by culture. Culture. The Middle East largely consider a thumbs-up emoji as offensive or vulgar, in fact, while it's a sign of something good in other parts of the world. A smiley face emoji is taken as sarcasm in China, but one of the biggest points of contention for emojis in court cases is that they render differently on varying platforms, whether you're using Apple iPhone or Samsung Galaxy device. Although the Unicode Consortium sets the standard for emojis, Software makers such as Apple and Google then design versions of their platforms, opening up a a path for inconsistencies and miscommunication. For example, the pistol emoji looks like a real gun on some devices and a water gun or a toy gun on others. Well, all right, the article goes on to give even more examples. Cases where certain symbols may be, you know, perceived as a threat, but may actually be a joke. 
Now, this researcher in the article argues that there should be consistency across the platforms to avoid confusion, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way that's happening. So you're going to have to figure out a way to interpret this stuff, you know, better. One attorney argues that courts will need to develop literature that requires lawyers to obtain the exact depiction of what was sent and received on each platform and show it to the judge and jurors in a case. Because words may not adequately describe the precise emoji meaning. Unfortunately, some judges omit emojis as evidence because they think it's superfluous. The article references a sex trafficking case in which an expert witness detailed how a series of emojis, including a crown, high heels, and bags of money, provided evidence of prostitution, noting that a crown often references a pimp. Well, I didn't know that. And I've been a pimp for, for days. <laughs> Kidding. Kidding, guys. JK, check my emoji. I'm, I'm not serious. Well, the lawyer loyal legal expert ends this article with a quote saying with the proliferation of any new technology there is an adjustment period for everyone including judges as just as judges become more familiar and comfortable with emojis they will figure out the best way to adapt existing legal principles to them yeah i mean it's a big gray area now this is we're in we're in pioneer town with this shit you know it's all new to us with the proliferation of the emojis which you know, the younger generations actually prefer, you know, they're, they're, they're speaking in shorthand with in acronyms, sound effects, and emojis. Like the written word is like not what you see anymore when it comes to texts and DMs. It's just disappearing. So if you're going to make any of this evidence admissible, you got to come up with something, you know. And by the way, how about we get how about we get these old ass judges out of there anyways? I mean, if you're a judge and you know if you seriously, if you don't know what an emoji is, like what are you doing having a job in our modern culture? Like get put the robe down, 78-year-old guy. It's time to hang it up. You know? That's just my opinion. But what do you guys think about all this? Have you ever you probably haven't been on a jury that had emojis in the trial, but maybe you have. I don't know. These things are these are a gray area. They're hard to interpret. I heart you, by the way. And what's your number? I'll send you my eggplant. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. These are jokes. Well, Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I hope you guys enjoyed the stories for today. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Who the hell else would it be? Uh, also, nobody really commented on the songs that I created for yesterday's episode. I'm very, very surprised that I didn't get any compliments on those songs. I thought they were hilarious. I made them up on the spot. I mean, I whipped out the guitar for you people. And, you know, what do I get out of it? <laughs> I get nothing? Are you out of your mind? 
Who's going to do a news story and then grab the guitar next to him and then improv a funny song about that story right on the spot? Where do you think you're going to get that? Oh, 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 yeah, you know what? Go subscribe to the other podcast where the guy does that. Oh, there isn't one? Yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> By the way, those of you who do dig my songs, you know, on the Patreon yesterday, I uploaded an the MP3, I made it available. The MP3 for the Alligators Everywhere song is there if you want to download it. You can make it your, like, uh, you know, ringtone or whatever you want to do with it. You know, when you're feeling down in the middle of the day, you know, you can smoke a fatty and put it on. One of those situations. Do what you will with the song. I put it up there for free to download. But you got to be on the Patreon. Duh. You could join the Patreon for two bucks a month. Just join it. What do you, you know, just, just get it together. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. There was something else I wanted to tell you. No, I think that was it. Oh, yeah. I mean, call the show if you feel like it. 646-450-2012. In addition to that, you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. And uh, on Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I did get some reviews that I liked. On Amazon, somebody named Vince... Wrote, Jonesy is a badass. This was a week ago. He wrote, love this podcast. I listen to it every night before bed. My favorite is Friday. Thanks for having this on here. You're welcome, buddy. The week before that, somebody named Moke wrote, pass. Not funny and way too long. Then a few weeks before that, Tracy wrote, haven't laughed this hard in a long time. I listened to this yesterday for the first time, the story about the lady who married a bridge and the special underwear for men. I've never laughed that hard while listening to something on the radio or podcast or TV for that matter. Thank you. I needed that. I'm 30 weeks pregnant. It's been an extremely difficult pregnancy. I've been super depressed, so I'd, like, I'd just like to let you know I've decided to name my son after you. Just kidding. That would make for some weird AF news. <laughs> By the way, keep up the singing. Thank you, Tracy. I don't believe I've read her review on here before, and I gotta say, that really, that was amazing. Tracy, I hope, well, we wish you a very swift and successful childbirthing. Uh, and if you do decide to name your child after me, I would be eternally grateful. But I would also have to question your sanity. <laughs> yes, yes, so those are some reviews, some bad, some good. I, oh, I welcome them all, you must. Everybody's opinion, everybody's got one. So leave me a review. Drop me some stars or likes. I don't know what you want to do. Make sure you subscribe. And, you know, more than anything, what's really valuable is if you just t word of mouth, tell somebody that you like this podcast that, that you think they may enjoy. You know, somebody who's like, well, I listen to news podcasts every day and they're, they're okay. They, they make me angry sometimes. And say, well, yeah, you know what? We have a remedy for that. It's news that doesn't make you that angry. Although I do admit that I do get on some angry rants but, yeah, I mean, I, I hope that you're laughing when I'm doing that. It must seem funny to you when I go on an angry rant about something ridiculous. Like a girl selling her bath water <laughs> online. So, yeah, that would be extremely helpful to me to just word of mouth recommend Weird AF News. Uh, I appreciate you guys. Take care.